often talk about the games we love, but as gamers, the most important thing may not be the graphics or the gameplay itself. The game controller, what we actually use to play the game, can often be a deal breaker. What if you're playing a great game, but are stuck with a crappy D-pad? Which are our favorite video game controllers and why? We're going to be talking about that right now on another exciting episode of A Cast of the Past with a brand new episode coming at you each and every Sunday with yours truly, Juan Velas from Puerto Rico, joining me. From Boston, Mass., we have Ryan McNulty. Now, Ryan, growing up playing a Nintendo consoles, how often did you think about the actual controller as opposed to the game or anything else? The actual controller itself, I, I don't think I thought too hard about it until the Wii came out. And that's when kind of they shook everything up because each one was just kind of a natural, you know, yeah. (laughs) Each one was actually kind of a natural progression from NES, Super Nintendo, well, N64. That, you know what? I take it back. (laughs) N64 (laughs) was the first time I really thought about the controller because that is when they really shook things up. (laughs) I kind of, in my mind, skipped to GameCube for a second. I don't know how I skipped it. 64 but that was the first time i thought like controller design because it was so different than like nes and super nintendo because they were pretty much the same like super nintendo just was a natural next step yeah i was like when i first saw the n64 controller i'm like how am i supposed to use that Um, yeah so that's the first time that that kind of really set in so now from london ontario we have keith hamilton same thing i think that more often than not we don't really notice a game controller unless it's like bad, right? Unless it's actually uh, interrupting the experience. How important is the actual controller for you? I mean, it's make or break, really, because if you're sitting there and not only the feel of the controller, but the control scheme of a game itself, like that is extremely make or break. It was the reason why I never really got into the Sega Genesis as a kid, because growing up, I always had like a Nintendo, a Super Nintendo. And then finally, I went over to a friend's house and there was a Sega Genesis there. And I'm like, what the heck is this controller? Why is why is there an A, a B and a C? It's doesn't make any sense and then just like it was really hard for me to wrap my head around so for me it's probably the most important thing interacting with an interactive experience yeah for everybody watching and listening i think when you think about the the reveal of a console right i think people focus on the graphics and all that but almost right after that it is immediately well what's the controller going to be like right when you when you look at the playstation as an example the PS2 controller was pretty much just the, the latest version of the PS1. With the PS3, they started to make changes. But everybody, if you like what we do, uh, consider leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app of choice. Also, we got a lot of you involved in this episode. Thanks to all of you sexy people on the Discord over at acastofthepast.com slash Discord. We asked all of you directly, which are some of your favorite controllers and why? So... To get the conversation started here, when you think about the actual controller, whether it be the buttons on the right side, the D-pad, the joysticks, because now, obviously, as time went on, you know, we got more and more buttons as opposed to going all the way back to the days of the NES. Which specific part of the controller uh, is the most important to you and why? For me, it's, I guess... 
it's a weird answer, but it's the feel of the controller in both hands. Like the frame of it is the most important part because it needs to feel good in between my two hands. It's something I never really thought about until the Nintendo Switch came out. Because you know how they have the that plastic holder for the, the Joy-Cons yeah. and just mm-hmm. how your hands are super close together into it. I, like, I hate that thing. I hate that thing with a fiery passion. So just having seen the negative side of that, it made me realize just how important a controller needs to feel in your hands. And it made me go back and think about the ones that I like and don't like. And when I think about some of my favorite controllers, it's because how like good it felt holding it. That's true. Um, Definitely for me, a, a good, like the joystick being very responsive and um, like able to easily maneuver because I know like N64 kind of had some issues with the joystick and you know PSP I was not a fan of that little like basically little circle on it or whatever um that's definitely big and also just like as weird as it sounds like the Wii definitely brought this to mind but like feeling like you have leverage kind of with um you know holding it with two hands because if you think about like okay the original Wii controller when you're playing Mario Kart it was weird to just have the one hand with the the joystick like the nunchuck or whatever mm-hmm. so playing Wii games I always it always just didn't feel right because it, it was nice to have like a two-handed grip when you could maneuver that joystick like that just that like controller feel is really important so that leads to like a really interesting conversation I think that most games for the most part tend to work with a very similar layout, right? So going all the way back to the initial D-pad, which started with the Game & Watch, and then we got with the NES, etc. The D-pad kind of works for most things, right? But then you, you talk about the Joy-Con, you know, going many generations across. Yeah, you can buy the Switch Pro Controller, which has a D-pad, but by default, the Switch technically does not have a D-pad, right? If you, if you use both sides, yeah. which is controversial, how important do you think it is, like the actual D-pad, when you think about 2D games, 3D games, and how much do you actually use it nowadays? Because some games seem to switch instead of using it for movement, now it's like an item menu, etc. Yeah, I, I think the D-pad's not nearly as important as it used to be, since everyone, you know, most controllers have joysticks now. Yeah, like you said, the D-pad is a lot of times just used kind of as like a, a you know, additional button options for like switching items out and, and things like that. So I don't think it's as crucial as it as it once was. So I, I think the fact that it's kind of just a very secondary thing now is totally fine. I agree for every genre of video game except fighting game. Like if I'm not using an arcade stick, I still vastly prefer a D-pad for doing like combo moves in a fighting game. It just never really felt right using a analog stick to do like moves in Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat. I always liked the responsiveness of a D-pad compared to a joystick in that. So there's still like a a side exception for me, but for the most part i agree no totally that that's a great point because like oh if you need to do right up down sometimes it just doesn't fully register another game for that um especially like when we went back on this podcast and played tony hawk 2 is mm-hmm. i used the d-pad because there was very was specific yeah there's very specific moves that you needed to do that might be like 
you know, left and down at the same time where it's like if you use the joystick, it may not fully register that you were at that exact angle. I think what's interesting is, I don't know about you guys, but to me, I don't even think about which one I use. Like I've been playing Streets of Rage 4 and I automatically use the D-pad, but I'm not thinking about using it, right? It's just like, well, that's what I use for that. It just feels right. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I tried using the joystick, and it's kind of like Keith with the fighting games. It just feels odd. But uh, starting it off with Ryan, when you think about the best video game controller for you, uh, which one would it be and why? So initially, I was going to say it's kind of a weird combination here because I think for the most part, the PlayStation controller, and I guess you can just go to the, you know, the PS4, the most evolved version of it. The PlayStation controller is really the tried and true formula. Um, and it seems like every everyone else has kind of really replicated that at this point. Um, so that would be sort of my go-to, even though I don't even own a PS4. But lately, I would say it, it's kind of a weird thing because... I really do love the Switch Pro Controller, actually. And the Wii U one is basically the same thing. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And essentially, that is very close to like the Xbox controller, too. Um, because I think the shape of it, the shape of the Switch Pro Controller and just, you know, adding Xbox in here, too. I think it just it feels better in your hands than even the PlayStation. The only thing that trips me up is we're talking these three systems the the face buttons are all different things and for me i'm just most familiar with playstation's you know x circle triangle square yeah and that's just always like been locked into my brain where i'm getting used to nintendo's a lot more but xbox still trips me up every single time i play it like i'll play madden and i always throw to the wrong person because, because i'm like oh, which, and- which system am i playing and i'm getting yeah. all mixed up but um so playstation is like per- preferred just for like my brain of like memorizing all the buttons but i think the switch and the xbox actually feels a little bit better so that brings up a good question that i'm going to bring off to keith now when you talk about the ps4 controller the thumbsticks are at the bottom the analog sticks or joysticks it depends on you know which generation some are digital now but do you prefer that that both be at the bottom or do you like the Xbox One route where you have one at the upper left, the other one at the upper right, kind of like the Switch Pro controller? Honestly, I prefer the Xbox route more than the PlayStation just because I like having it a little staggered. It it seems like a very minute thing, but it almost gives me like it feels like I have more coverage and I'm grabbing the controller more if I have my thumb staggered a little bit there. And I appreciate that. And I think it suits the Xbox controller well with the way that it's designed to kind of have like more of a hand grip from it being in different places. I always, maybe it's a me thing, but whenever I'm playing with the PS4 controller, I almost feel like I have a loose grip on it because I'm only really worried about the bottom where the two sticks are. And I'm, I don't really like it. Like it's, I'm, 
I'm very partial towards Xbox controllers, even though I don't have an Xbox One this generation. It's what I use for my PC. It always feels more comfortable when I'm using an Xbox controller. It's kind of like gone to my default where I have the opposite problem of Ryan, where every time I touch a PS4 controller, I have to remind myself that the X is where the A is supposed to be and then recenter myself that way. And it just, it never... Like, yes, the PS, the PlayStation controller is the one that did it first, but to me, the Xbox One is the one that really mastered it, and it's kind of been my de facto controller. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, I've been thinking about what is the most important of a controller for me, and for me, it does have to be the D-pad. Now, you talked about the differences, Ryan, of the thumbstick placement, right? But when you think about the actual D-pads, when you think about the PS4 one, you may notice that the four parts of the D-pad are not connected. It's like behind, right? So there's like this divisive place between each one. But when you think about the Xbox One D-pad, it's all together. And I like that it's got like this little uh, depth. Uh, I don't even know how to explain that, but yeah, it's it like got dips this in a little bit. Yeah, yeah it dips so a little bit. So yeah, for, it, it, for I know what you mean. Really good. Yeah, it's like smoother for you to transition from like right to up or something especially for fighting games. And I think it's interesting that uh, Xbox is the one to do this. When you think about the fact that on the 360, I think that controller had the worst D-pad of all time. I don't know about you guys, but I absolutely hated that D-pad. I had four Xbox 360 controllers and it always had ran into a problem eventually that pressing up, you would have to press pretty hard. And for some games, it just felt awkward because as opposed to like having just the four directions, it was that circular D-pad, right? And and I've yeah. never liked that in any controller. Yeah, what about I you guys? Totally, totally agree. I think they, you know, Xbox One, apparently, you know, they took the feedback well and improved upon it. I'm with you. Anytime I played 360, I was not a fan of the D-pad. I don't remember having emotions for it that strong. I remember it being like, okay, it was nothing amazing, but I thought it was all right. So, Ryan, uh, in your case, talking about uh, any other controllers that, in addition to the PlayStation ones, really does stick out. You know, you're coming from a Nintendo background. If you had to pick out the best Nintendo controller, which one would you say that is? I mean, I, I would really honestly say the, the Switch Pro controller is the one that really feels the best. I mean, you can look back at some of the more creative ones. I don't think the N64 one is terrible like a lot of people like to dunk on it um and it, it's not amazing i'll say that it's definitely not amazing but it, and it's very unique i'll give it that because if you try to play if you're you know trying to play an n64 game like you get the virtual console uh, on your wii u and you're trying to play an N64 game, it can be a little bit of a nightmare, like having it remapped to the Pro Controller and things like that. And it's like N64 games really need to be played on that controller, uh, on an actual N64 controller, because it just doesn't translate well. Um, but I really do think the Switch Pro Controller is great. I know people live by the, the GameCube controller, and when we just did Prince of Persia, I was using a GameCube controller, but, and I think for its time, it was great, but 
now that we're i'm just too used to two shoulder buttons now that it just feels so weird to only have like the you have the l and r and just the one z button uh it just feels awkward now what do you and, think people love that controller so much it's spanned across generations people are it's the, the fact it's, that it's, it's melee used on it's, the it's just it's just yeah. melee it is 100 it's, it's people's just reverence for super smash bros melee that make that controller it, yeah like yeah more really regarded. people people got um, inc- like because that was such a revered game and there's so much esports surrounding it people got really good using that controller and then when the new smash games come out they're so used to it i think they just want to use that controller um because that's what they've just they've played hundreds and thousands of hours on that controller so they just want to retain those skills that too plus the wave bird was awesome like i still think that's one of the best like controller upgrades ever so the fact that that came from the gamecube controller gives it a lot of points as well that's true but uh, i own a couple of gamecube controllers and i've tried to you to play other games with it i think that nintendo we see trends, especially from like N64, even up until the Wii. I think Switch kind of got a, like a common ground where Nintendo does controllers almost specifically for their own games. Like I remember uh, Soul Calibur 2 on the GameCube is technically the best version because you have Link, except when you actually but have to play with the, the GameCube controller. version. <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those things, like to the point that I bought a PS2 to GameCube controller adapter because I just could not use the GameCube controller for it. So that was really upsetting for me. Now, Keith, you talked a lot about the Xbox One controller or Xbox controllers in general. So would you say the Xbox One uh, One uh, is your favorite or is there another pick for you? Yeah, I would go with the Xbox One controller. That's a tough one to say. Xbox One One, just because it's it was it's an evolution where it took the things that worked on the original Xbox and then the Xbox 360 it got rid of the bad and ended up being the best controller possible i will say that with the um like with the um the side note that i've never touched an Xbox Elite controller i think there is such thing as overkill and i respect somebody that would spend that type of money on a controller just to have that type of like custom or like customizability but i can't justify spending like two hundred dollars on a controller just so you can really really like do what you can with the elite controller so i've never touched an elite and maybe that's the best one and i'm okay with that i i'd have to agree uh, xbox one maybe my overall favorite controller just because everything about it feels very solid i think it took the best things out of the ps2 uh, the best things out of the Nintendo controllers in general. And it's become a hybrid of almost every one to the point that when they announced the new one, the new controller for the Series X is really not that different. And some people were complaining. I'm like, but why? Don't fix it. Exactly. My words exactly, Keith. <laughs> yeah, like if we've learned anything from Nintendo, just, hey, you you don't have to. Just because they do it, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that's the case. Now, I mentioned... It took many of the best things out of the PS2. I feel like right after this, the PS2 controller would have to be one of the best ones of all time because it also had analog shoulder buttons. I mean, think about games like Metal Gear Solid 2, Keith. Remember that you could slightly uh, press uh, on the shoulders. I mean, I know the GameCube controller had a similar feature, but the the thumbsticks, I mean, those those controllers took a beating. The fact that you can still 
find a PS2 controller that's pretty good. PS4 controllers, as good as they are, you see a lot of people online say like, man, uh, they do not last very long, like especially if you're playing, you know, these hefty fighting games and all that. But the PS2 controller felt like you could throw that thing in the wall. Mm -hmm. And they also have like this really good one, uh, a Logitech wireless one. I actually bought that one. It's maybe one of the only third party controllers that was actually almost as good, if not better than the yeah. original. And it was wireless. I love I'm that also, thing. with the PS4 controller, I'm really just not a fan of the, whatever the plate is. like. Oh, the, the middle button? I love yeah, the touchpad. map button. Really? Oh, I, I love I just, the map it's button. It's annoying to me. Like, it's, I, I just don't like it. I feel like Xbox did it better by just not having it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's also the, the Sony thing, right? You talk about the Vita. The, the Vita had a touchpad in the back, which was... Weird. That's a garbage idea. They didn't want people calling them out for just doing the same thing over and over again, but I, I don't think they need it. I don't know. Like I'm I'm in agreement that when it comes to Sony controllers, the PS2 one is where it peaked. I think that in their I own PS3 was good. I like the trigger. Um, it was good, but remember what the what did they call that stupid motion sensor the six stuff? Axis. Yeah, the six axis. Six yeah, axis I mean, was that, that's garbage. Whatever, but I mean, wouldn't you rather have like the trigger shoulder buttons over just the regular PS2? I did ones? not put it this way. It wasn't you guys as much know of I love the PS3. You guys know I love the PS3. I think the least best thing about it was the controller. I really did. It felt weird. It felt like they actually took a step back. The trigger, the concept of the trigger was awesome, right? The fact that you you get a bigger feel, but the actual trigger just felt kind of cheap to me. Mm-hmm. I That's just agree. For me. So uh, just to carry the conversation, we did go over to Discord and ask all of you sexy, awesome people, uh, what, what's your take on this? When you think about favorite video game controllers uh you you may notice we haven't really talked much about sega aside from the the time that keith brought it up so orion and because the dreamcast controller was an abomination of god i love the dreamcast but damn we could talk about that for days yeah (laughs) all right ryan could you read this one from yannick sure uh yannick says xbox 360 slash one controllers are comfortable wii u pad is as well yeah, so I've never played a Wii U. How is that thing, the weird tablet? I think it's it's fine, but there are certain situations where it is a little clunky. For instance, um, if you play Wind Waker HD and say there's something like the bow, which you have to like, the bow you kind of because you have like the you know you can map things to buttons in zelda yeah um you have to like map it to the r button otherwise you can't aim it because if you think about it right if you use the right stick to aim the bow well if you had it mapped to like you know yeah you have to do a weird so it's like there are clunky things like that and sometimes when it's heavy um you know it it just doesn't really work um, so it's just little things like that. But other than that, I, I think it's pretty good. Like it feels fine playing Breath of the Wild for the most part, um, using it. Um, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. I definitely prefer like the, the Wii U, um, pro. you know, pro controller, which is, is very similar to the, the Switch pro controller. And that is because they both feel like an Xbox controller. <laughs> 
I will say I was surprised because uh, I bought my Wii U last year, and I think it's actually become one of my favorite controllers because even though it's big, it actually weighs about the same as a controller. And that battery like, life, though. Yeah, the battery life is awesome. And Well, on the Pro Controller. That's but, what uh, I meant, the on, Pro Controller. Yeah. The gamepad, you get like four hours of battery life, so not great. I have a, a charger. But right now, I'm holding a Wii U gamepad and an Xbox One controller. The Xbox One controller weighs more. And this has a battery pack. Yeah, yeah so that's the Wii U super one. impressive. Yeah. The the one knock I'll take on, on the Wii U gamepad, which I don't know what they did, they went reverse Sony. So Sony has the thumbsticks at the bottom. They put the thumbsticks at the top of the gamepad. And for those on the video version, you may notice it's like anything that's not the thumbsticks, I got to travel. And the fact that it's a big controller... I really do not understand what they were going for. And I feel like if they went the Xbox route of like the analog stick upper left, lower right, that would have a, a much better design. But Yannick, thank you so much for that, for that comment, my friend. Next up, we have one from Cynical Justin. Could you take over this one, Mr. Hamilton? Sure. Actually, or Cynical says, I should say. Actually, I just went through all my controllers just to see what I felt about each of them. An easy answer would be the DualShock 4 has always been very reliable, very responsive, and just sits right in my hands. Better than seemingly all other controllers. That said, the Wii U gamepad, despite kind of feeling like a Fisher-Price toy, will always hold something of a special place in my heart, too. Here's kind of a cheap answer, but the worst controller for you is when you're using a connect you hear that we're we're the worst controller yeah yeah <laughs> but he's not I wrong connect is garbage I, I think the best way we did that uh that donut episode the ps4 controller is like the glazed donut it can it can be better but it's not the worst one right i think the ps4 controller and even the ps5 one based on what the we've PlayStation seen controller, I don't like it's how it looks, just but. like it's the standard you know what i mm -hmm. mean it's it's nothing fancy just does the trick. But it, it works, you know. It works and it's got a good good layout. Exactly. The next one comes to us from Sir Meatwad. Mr. McNulty, take it away. So Sir Meatwad says the original Japanese Sega Saturn controller has the best D-pad. He actually really likes the Xbox Series controllers as far as analog controllers go, but their D-pad has always been awful on every console. The Wii U gamepad deserves a place in honor... Uh, in the love for that place of honor here, in the God. controller conversation as well. I'm really shocked by every single person so far has mentioned the Wii U gamepad. I know. They must come from your circle jerk of a YouTube channel. <laughs> 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 they do. That's why I love them. But man, the, the, the Wii U gamepad's so good. Now, I, I will say it caught me off guard when he said all of the Xbox D-pads have not been the yeah. best. Because yeah. I would agree except the one so that's that's where i think and we... the one being the xbox one exactly the one one <laughs> the, the, that one the one from so the what one. did he say japanese sega saturn controller i need to i need look, to look that up yeah. I, I got it i got it here on the video version okay. so the the saturn controller is not that much di I, I, somebody's gonna just shoot me for just like, getting this information <laughs> wrong it's not that much different from the sega genesis controller from what i know um, mm -hmm. I am trying to get it on the video version for whatever reason. There we go. Wait, that's not it. That's the Xbox that's, One. There we <laughs> go. Okay. So, Sega, uh, Sega Saturn controller, to describe it for those on the audio version, you have a D-pad that is similar to the Sega Genesis. You have the three-button layout on, on, on the right, the, the bigger ones, and the smaller buttons right up top. 
uh, those. Uh, and then you have some shoulder buttons from what I can see. Not sure if there's one or two. Uh, this is apparently the second version. Let's not forget that Sega was notorious for a lot of revisions of not just the controllers, but the consoles as well. But based on what we're looking at right here, uh, what do you guys think about the Sega Saturn controller? I mean, I'm probably going to give someone an aneurysm by saying this, but it looks like a Genesis controller to me. Yeah, I don't know looks, if there's another I, one. But... I don't really like the colors on this specific one with like the green, yellow, blue. It looks it looks very like to quote uh cynical, it looks very like Fisher Price like. Yeah. Um but you know, I looked up there are some different color schemes that look a little bit better. But yeah, I was not a big Genesis fan on the controller wise and I really I'm not a fan of that D-pad either where it's like a circle and yeah. then has like the D-pad on it a because, solid indent yeah. on a D-pad is key <clears throat> yeah I'm mm -hmm. looking from what I can see the biggest differences is the Sega Genesis one is sort of like the the reverse U pattern and the and Saturn the, the one seems like maybe it would too, be more right? yeah and, and it's a, a, like a little beefier up top so maybe that's one of the reasons why uh, people like it so much. And then we have another one. And hopefully I get your name right. Huge shout out to Maedros or Maedros or Maedros. Hopefully any of those combinations are right. <laughs> he wrote, I prefer the PS3 controller for the most part, but I don't like the L2 and R2 buttons on it. The best D-pad does go for the PS3. I prefer the Xbox uh, button layout to Nintendo's. Nintendo's is stupidly backwards. Sort of going back to our conversation from earlier that it does get very confusing, especially when you go back and forth, right? Yeah, yeah it's a nightmare. People usually latch on to one and then every other system, they always get tripped up on them. Indeed, indeed. And then we have this last one coming at us from Ace Bunny. Uh, could you take it away, Mr. Hamilton? Can do. Ace Bunny says, for me, it depends on what kind of game you play. For 3D games, the Xbox controllers are best. For the mass majority of 3D games, they're the best for the mass majority of 3D games. There, I got it. But for 2D games, I much more enjoy a PlayStation controller because the D-pad is placed perfectly for 2D games and the games with many menus like RPGs. That's a good point. I guess D-pads, like controllers that are more centric for D-pads are better for a 2D versus a 3D where you're looking for like more of an analog stick experience. It does make you wonder for the Xbox 360, because it was more of a North American console, if that's why their D-pad had the circle shape as opposed to the other yeah, one. Could because be. maybe they're doing less RPGs, which would require up, down, left, right for menu navigation and all that. And that's also another interesting point. It's like the diversity for a controller, right? Like the Joy-Cons, what I hate is you have Super Nintendo games on the service, but... I ain't playing no damn Super Mario World with the Joy-Con uh, thumbsticks, right? Like, I use a Pro Controller for that or anything else that's not just that. So, uh, would we agree then that maybe the, based on our conversation, is the PS4 controller the most diverse one or would it be the Xbox One controller? As far as diversity goes, I would say yes, the PS4, but because it's the most diverse, it doesn't mean it's the one that I enjoy the most, but I will give it the points for diversity. Yeah, I agree. I, I think based on our conversation today, I would say if you're playing most, you know, the majority of modern games, then the Xbox One controller is probably your best option. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I would have to agree. And everybody watching and listening, please let us know. We sent out uh, some pictures on Twitter just asking people, and it definitely got people fired up. I think that it's, it's dare I say, right after the exclusivity battle between you know Microsoft, Xbox, and Nintendo, the console war right after that is the actual controller. That's why people always go back to like, you know, the Duke controller from the original Xbox. Oh my they God, the Duke. <laughs> yeah, I actually liked that one. I actually uh, really enjoyed it. It was beefy. It was nice to hold. If you had huge, big but... hands, it was great. But yeah. my little hands were just not built for it. Maybe now it'd, it would be better. But when I was younger, no, it did not work. True, true. But everybody, please uh, consider joining the discord over at eightcastedpast.com slash discord thanks to everybody that participated you can let us know which is your favorite controller right there or once again on twitter eightcast of the past and if you enjoyed this conversation uh, let us know if there are any other subtopics about video games you know a couple of weeks ago we talked about prince of persia the sands of time review available now but maybe we could talk about the actual consoles and which one is aesthetically most pleasing so if you have any conversations about that that you would love for us to talk about let us know, and up until next time, we will be back with another exciting episode of A Cast to the Past. The GameCube, the GameCube D-pad sucks. I don't know if I made that yeah. clear, but it and is the, so freaking tiny. It is like the I tiniest didn't really thing. need it. And the C stick anyway. is the most useless yeah. thing ever put on a controller. Mm-hmm.